Hey guys, it's Nick here. Just a quick little uh, heads up before we get into recording here. You're going to hear some a lot of background noise going on. Uh, we were trying to cook some dinner while we were recording this podcast. Uh, so just be aware of that. Uh, our voices will be a little far away from the microphone. It's just uh, us trying to cook while we are recording a podcast. So other than that, that's all I got here at the beginning. So enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Built for the Outdoors podcast. Uh, my name is Nick. My name is Jimmy. Once again, thank you for listening. This is episode number three. Um, this Today we'll be getting into what our plans are for 2022 hunting season and fishing. Uh, if you like what you hear, give us a follow, rate us. Uh, YouTube and Instagram is Built for the Outdoors, all one word. Uh, other than that, we'll go ahead and get into the episode. So, Jimmy, how you been? Good, good. My, uh, I'm over my pneumonia. My body's feeling better. I'm, I'm back in a good, you know, headspace from being sick for so long. It was damn near a month. So, I feel, I'm feeling good now. Good. And talk about why we're here together at one spot yeah. this time. Yeah, so, uh, so we went out this afternoon, uh, we went out after some squirrels down here in good old West Virginia because we still can't hunt on Sundays in Pennsylvania. Um, we're working on that, though. Just need to get this state bill passed. Um, but we came down here. Um, we didn't do too hot, but we we got a nice walk in. Um, there was squirrel sign in places, but just didn't happen for us today. Um, other than that, we are, we're going to watch a little bit of a football game, eat some wild turkey curry, which I cannot wait for. I'm stoked about that. I've never had wild turkey. So this is my, this is my first go around with that. Yeah. That's going to be changing this year for you. Yeah. You'll have some of your own to eat I instead of mine. I cannot wait. I can't wait. That's one of the things we'll be getting into today. Um, so what else has been going on? Uh, not a whole lot. Working a whole bunch. Um, hoping and praying with vacation scheduling coming up that some of our other plans can come to fruition this year. Yeah, we'll definitely be getting into that. Um, so really harping on that right now and waiting for that day to come so we can, so I can get a solid answer, figure out what the next year holds for me. Um, just butchering, man butchering man not a whole lot with this weather i feel that well, i've been busier than ever with this weather but <laughs> yeah. you know all right man so 2022 yeah what's in the plans for you well the next thing we'll be doing is probably a little bit of west virginia fly fishing maybe uh here around our area once they once they get the stock in our area um, and then PA trout camp can't beat that. Uh, that's what day does that start this year? You know, whatever the first day of April is, I don't know. I don't uh, check my calendar. Yeah. Who knows? But we're looking forward to that. Um, there's nothing like catching that first trout on a fly rod the first of the year. Uh, it really gets you hooked all over again. So, really looking forward to that. 
I gotta start the rice. Oh shoot. We gotta have the rice with the curry. Yeah. I don't I should have been boiling the water. Um but yeah, we're gonna do some trout fishing here soon. Uh be eating some trout. I wanna find some different ways to cook trout this year. Normally I've always cooked them whole in tinfoil, but I wanna figure some different things out. Um my girlfriend's finally starting to like it, so so that's positive. Um shoot after that turkey season's here so we'll be we'll be hunting and hunting and hunting and walking and walking and walking well actually actually we'll hope we don't do all that walking hopefully the first morning we walk in there get set up and and can make it happen that would be that'd be the ideal circumstance there um other than that my spring, that's my spring. A whole bunch of turkey hunting, whole bunch of trout fishing, clear water. Springtime is my new favorite time of year, I believe. Well, that changes, but after starting turkey hunting last year, it, it's got me hooked. I dream about it. I think about it all the time. That first gobble you hear really gets you jacked up, so... I'm real excited for that. Man, it already smells so good in here. Keep talking. I wish y'all could smell this curry that's getting whipped up right now, because I'll tell you, I could eat it already. It smells so good. Um, it takes 45 minutes for this rice. Oh, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you should have let me bring my Instapot. Oh, I have one of those. Well, get it out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting this to pot out while we record. Yep, you guys will get to talk to me while I'm getting the rice ready. Let's hear about your spring. Oh, my spring is pretty much the same as Jimmy, since Jimmy's the only one I really hunt with. <laughs> uh, Hunter should be back for springtime. Yeah, Hunter should be back end of spring, probably May, beginning of June. Uh... But yeah, getting ready to do some trout fishing, turkey hunting. Uh, like Jimmy said, turkey hunting is probably my favorite thing. Just can't be to hear the sound of that first gobble of the year. <laughs> I got I got four turkey tags to fill, so I'll be working hard at that. But my goal is to get Jimmy one first, so I'll be doing that. I hope we tried so hard last year. We really did, and we we were close. Yeah, yeah, we were close. It was one bush. Yep. <laughs> it was the wrong side of the bush with one, <laughs> one gobbler. And now I got all the, all the right gear, so I should be able to film it now. I got a new, new tripod for the camera, and uh, I got some gilly cloth put over the camera, so we should be able to get some good turkey hunting footage. And as always, we'll have the GoPros ready for trout fishing. Yeah, there should be a ton of YouTube content coming this spring. Yeah. Yep, we will be working hard on that. I got to get a new computer. Yeah, me too. Jimmy's got to actually do something this time. <laughs> I, I, I love editing film. I really do love editing film. I need my own piece of equipment. He just doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. 
that's the problem. I share a computer at the moment, so it's a little tough. Yeah. Then, uh, well, before that, here in March, probably I'll be walking around down on the family farm trying to pick up some antlers. I got an idea of a couple bucks that I know made it through. So we'll be looking for them, trying to figure out where they're at. Uh, and getting into, getting into summertime, just be more fishing. Pretty much. Uh, small then, mouth. yeah, smallmouth in the creeks near home. Uh, springtime will be, I'll be getting ready to start putting in some food plots. I got to do about three food plots down there on the farm, hoping to attract a little bit, a little more deer into a little better places for me to be able to actually hunt them with the bow. Uh, a little tough last year because there's not really any way to funnel deer where you want them. But I think Jimmy had an idea that he might want to do something like that too. Yeah, yeah. Here, down here in West Virginia, I got a property to hunt, and uh, I plan on putting in some more work there this year. Um, I didn't do a whole lot last year. Uh, that's where I missed my buck that I was telling you guys about last week. Um, I'm gonna go back into that area. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and establish some more pattern type things this year with some cameras, um, and all around just put more scouting effort in here instead of just trying to go out and wing it. Um, and I'm hoping, like I said, everything works out with my vacation so that uh, I just have days to go and hunt around home more than I got to this year. I'd I'd love just a couple more days. Um, I feel like that would be huge for, for my hunting. Yeah. Everybody wants more days. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, my, my effort should, this year should help with my production though. Um, should be able to get more done this year than I did last year. That is my plan. I did not do near enough. Um, especially down here in West Virginia, I had a, every opportunity we have some rifle hunters out here, but nobody hunts with a bow other than me. So just got to beat them to the bucks, beat them to the sign, find where the action's at and get in there. Um, but I think that, uh, I think even today, as Nick and I were walking around squirrel hunting, I found some some locations where in the fall I feel like some more things might be happening. Um, we're it here is definitely more like focused. Uh, my time will be focused in the rut. It seems like the more I'm here in that time of year, the more bucks I see. Uh, just driving down the road um, here on the farm and um, just even here um, in the fields right here. That's when you see the most buck activity. I've seen the same buck two years in a row, three days apart now. I've got short video clip of him just taking a run down the same fence line. So I'm guessing both times he was after a hot doe because it was about second week in November. And of course, I was headed out the road here. I was not coming to hunt, and that's the way that went for me. Um but this year is going to be 
my big game year. I'm hoping and praying. It's been such a such a grind and such a struggle. Um, so I and I've been seeing more and more that uh, the effort just has to be a little bit better from me on the scouting end. I mean, you can always do more scouting. Yeah, everybody can always do more scouting. Yep. And, uh, so that's pretty much the summer. Other than me, you know, setting up stands, cutting shooting lanes, putting out trail cameras, doing a little bit of glassing from a tree stand, figuring out what bucks are coming into my food plots. And we'll get into a little bit more of what I'm putting in, where I'm putting in, stuff like that as we get a little closer to time to actually do it. Uh, got a little bit of work to be able to actually get equipment back there to be able to put in the food plots. That's what I'm here. I'll help. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm here to help. I'm here to learn. Yes. We're always here to learn. (laughs) I got plenty of learning to do too. (laughs) But uh, then really getting into fall, uh, you got squirrel season comes in September. We're doing a little bit of that in September. Uh, Really pretty much doing more scouting figuring out where I need to be, what deer are in my area that I can target, and all that other stuff goes along the lines of deer hunting, obviously shooting the bow. Oh, yeah. That's my plan, shooting the bow all summer long. Yeah. I got a new hinge-style release, so I'll be be practicing with that, getting becoming proficient at that, enough where Emma walks in front of me. I don't have to think about it anymore and just go through the motions and hopefully put it a good shot on an animal. That's always the goal. Uh, I'm getting into October. Just doing some hunting around here locally. As many days as I can. Uh, I got some other commitments that make October hunting a little tough. But you got to do what you got to do and make a little bit of extra money. and. <clears throat> get out and hunt when I can uh then November hopefully we can get Jimmy <laughs> talked into going on a Kansas whitetail hunt with the bow in the rut first week in November I'd be I'd be ecstatic about that like I said in the last podcast I was out there this fall doing some bird hunting and uh I found some really good areas where I've seen quite a few big bucks uh found some good public land with good deer sign we were out there this was the second weekend of november so the deer were pretty much locked down uh seen a lot of good bucks from the road couldn't take any pictures because all the roads out there you gotta do 65 miles an hour on them (laughs) because they're all straight yeah straight and flat for the most part yeah uh we got some good spots picked out for that. Hopefully in April we'll be putting in for the draw. Um, should have a pretty good chance of drawing in the units that we want to. There's about a 93% chance of drawing out there. And hopefully we can go out the first week of November, start at the end of last last weekend of October, first week of November. Should be prime time as long as the weather cooperates and Jimmy's job cooperates. Yes. But uh, I think that'd be a really cool experience, and hopefully we get it on video for you guys if we do go out there. Yeah, it'd be great to do that and learn 
be a whole learning process. Yeah, but it's completely different than it is out here. <laughs> we got hills here. <laughs> yeah. Hills, mountains. Yeah, and there's really not much in the way of funnels for deer. We don't have as many open spaces as it is out there. Yep. That's the big thing of why I want to put food plots in this summer out home. Is just finding a way to concentrate deer. Because as I talked about in the last episode, down at my pop's farm, it's just a big pipeline is where the majority of the deer congregate. But it's all just grass and there's really no draw that brings the deer into a certain spot. So it's pretty much a, a gamble, you know, wherever, where you're going to sit. Uh, and if you see deer, I mean, there's some trails that get used definitely more than others, but it's not a guarantee that the deer you're going to want to see is going to pop out that trail. Uh, during the rut, it's a little bit better because the deer are moving constantly and you can kind of get in between the three or four good bedding areas that are down there. So you can kind of position yourself, but then, you know, it's a crapshoot on what side of the fence they're going to be on. Because mm-hmm. on the one side of the fence, I can't hunt. Next year, I'll try to see if I can get permission to hunt there. But it's also not a good shot to be able to get, be able to hunt that side of the fence either from where I got to put my tree stand at. So hopefully I can get some food plots put in and attract deer to areas where I have more of a chance of me having an encounter with them. There's not even in our area, it seems like a ton of like ag fields and stuff around like even public for the most part. No, the one game lands has ag fields, but I don't even know how much longer that's going to be happening. I've seen a lot of controlled burn signs where we've been going. Yeah, they in have our been. Areas. Yeah, they have been doing a lot of controlled burns the last couple of years in this area. Well, that could that could be positive for the next couple of years, though. After that, um, I'd really, I don't know, especially if we go to Kansas, if how that would work out but if we could even go up to camp for a weekend or something like that that would be that'd be nice too i'd definitely like to go up there you know middle of october when the uh archery bear season comes in that weekend uh just in case yeah the last two years we've hit kind of like a a halfway decent cold front right there in the middle of October. And two years ago, those of you that follow us on Instagram, I had that encounter and hit that one buck square in the shoulder blade uh, up there. And that was right after a cold front in the middle of October. And this was at probably 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This buck was up on his feet eating acorns. Next year, there should be halfway decent acorn crop up there. And definitely go up on a Friday or Thursday night and hunt the Friday and Saturday, come home Sunday, maybe Monday. Uh, yeah. Then you get a chance of, if you see a bear, you can try to get one with the bow too, since that season's open. Yeah. The only thing is that's when the archery or the uh, muzzleloader bear season and the inline muzzleloader doe season goes out on that Saturday and the inline or the muzzle or bear season comes in on that Saturday too. 
that's the only bad thing about that. Seems like that, uh, I don't know if they'd be up there that time of year, but it seems like that'd be a place where there's a lot of pushing around, though. If there's muzzleloader bear going on, you would think, but... When I was up there two years ago, I saw one person. That's it? Yeah. Surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I saw one one person. He was just sitting in one spot, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So... But, uh... Yeah, that's Jimmy. Jimmy, you got anything else for October and November? Um, like we said, hopefully we can get up there to camp. Some of those bucks that you got on camera last year, they... I'm sure they made it through. They do a lot of moving around up there, though. So it could be completely different next year. Um, come October, I'm hoping I can find some more private to hunt in PA. Um, so I've been trying to keep my eye out for that and people I can talk to. Um, because it's just just to improve my odds a little bit. Um but I'm I'm going to get out there as much as I can. I definitely don't do as much small game in the early season. Um, normally after deer seasons when my small game picks up. But uh, hopefully we get out there to Kansas. Uh, hopefully I can get it done in at least West Virginia or Pennsylvania, if not both. Um, I think I'll be able to get out more this year. My being sick this year really put a damper on the end of things, late season for me. Uh, so hopefully I can get out there for more opportunities this this coming year. Um, get I need to redeem myself, not get any more shirt tails cut off next year. Uh, we had enough of that this year. I need to do a little more shooting this year in general with my bow, with my rifle get more reacquainted with those things it's it's been so long since i've actually pulled the trigger on an animal i feel yeah that, you kind of that's something you definitely need to practice yeah yeah i need to just make it second nature again i uh, like it like i used to be um really that's most of my october and november just getting out there as much as i can um, like I said, my scouting this year should improve my odds of being in the right place, um, finding the hotter sign, finding where the deer are moving, establishing some patterns, um, really that's, that's it for my, for my plans, I mean. Oh, hell, I forgot my big news, uh I'm getting a dog. Oh, yeah. Yep, getting it's a official. Black Labrador Retriever in March. Yes. So we're doing lots of training with that. and He should be ready to go for hunting season when it comes in in October. Heck, yeah. He'll be nine months old. So that'll be perfect. For, yeah. He'll be raring and ready to go. Do some pheasant hunting with him. Hopefully get out and do some duck hunting. That'd be awesome. You gotta find some good spots around here. We're we are definitely not in a great area for duck hunting. Uh that's for sure. I don't think I I've never waterfowl hunted at all. We could definitely go on down to the lake. Yeah. For early season goose. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. When it comes in the first part of September. There's always a geese down there. I didn't even know you could hunt that till Yeah. What, last year? Yeah. There's one spot. It's it's tough here. 
you don't even see much at all. No, when you do, it's in a puddle beside a creek, and there's 15 mallards in there, and every once in a while you'll see a merganser or a hooded merganser. Not very much other, not very much variety here. We are kind of in between flyways at this this part of the state. Yeah, they just pass on through. Yeah, they don't even really pass on through. Most of the ducks you see are ones that live there all year round. They don't go anywhere. Yeah, we definitely see them when we're fishing and stuff. Yeah, there was one time down on the creek when we saw all those mergansers. Yeah, they were going crazy. And they started running on top of the water. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited to have Hunter back with us, though. And I know he really, I'm sure, I don't know exactly when he gets done, but turkey season comes in in April, and he loves turkey hunting. So I'm sure he'll, he'll have some stories this year from from that yeah hopefully we can get two people go on every turkey hunt that way we can get some good footage yeah yep because it's hard filming by yourself especially turkey hunting when you don't know what's going on what's happening exactly where they're going to come from yeah we'll definitely be getting better at that yeah. this year goes on it just takes practice it's tough trying to think of that on top of the animal that you're fixing to take a shot at you know yeah especially a turkey when every little movement could just blow it out of there mm-hmm. and you getting getting your turkey calls here pretty soon yes so you can start yep. practicing yep i'm ordering some new turkey calls so i can practice on my way to work and on my way home from work yeah uh because i annoy my girlfriends to death with those things uh she likes to think that she can make a good turkey call with her mouth uh because she did it one time just making fun of me uh, so maybe we need to get her out there. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I took her rabbit hunting one time. And I think that's the only time she's ever going to go out any kind of hunting after that. Should it like it? Or? She was not a fan of walking into any kind of jaggers. She came back with a bloody lip and a big old thorn right in the side of her nose that was pouring a good bit of blood. Oh, I don't like riding through... The Jagger. <laughs> Jimmy always makes fun of me because that's all I do when we're rabbit hunting is complain about all the Jaggers. <laughs> I hate that. It it really does. In our areas, multiflora rows around here just... Everywhere. Oh. If there's any spot in the woods where light, light gets through the trees, it just it just blows up with multiflora rose bushes. Yep. My dad tells me stories about the places we all hunt now, about them being open even just 30 years ago, 20 years ago. And it's just unbelievable. You get in there now and you can't even move. (laughs) Well, that's like spots down there. My grandpaps, before that pipeline went through there, that was all open woods. Yeah. There were some spots like where the deer were bedding at now that were traditionally thick, but it's not, it's not rose bushes. Yeah. It's Russian olives and a couple of other different, different shrubs and things like that but you go along that pipeline like we were walking looking to see looking for blood that day that you shot at that doe yeah you've seen how thick that is with multiple rose bushes yep yep you can't get through there excuse the dogs guys yeah yeah i got a i got an inside puppy right now so uh there's there's a little bit of jealousy going on out there about some toys they're they're insane 
What else do you got for next year? Is there anything anything we're missing? Any plans? Oh, I don't know, man. We still got time to fill in on the show. I'd hate to put out just a 30-minute yeah, show. No. But we kind of ran through the plans real quick. Yeah. I guess we can kind of, I can kind of get into what we got to do down at my grandpa's to be able to put these food plots in. Yeah. And we got one spot where we go, we, we walk across the creek now. Uh, I can get a quad through there, but uh, as far as like getting a tractor with a disc or anything like that to be able to put the food plots in, it's a little too steep. So we got to take out a bunch of trees and either put in a pipe or build some kind of bridge to get equipment across it or even to mow. Uh, we got to do that, cut some trees down on the path going out to the pipeline. I got three fairly decent spots. I think in total it's about an acre that I want to plant with either clover or do some kind of fall mix of like brassicas, turnips, winter wheat, stuff like that. Uh, I'm still kind of doing some research, seeing what I need to do as far as that goes, what I want to put in. A lot of it's going to kind of have to do with where our stands are set up. I definitely want to put some switchgrass or, you know, a big screen cover to make it a little bit easier walking in. Uh, just to kind of shield us from you know, the deer seeing us whenever you walk in. Coming around that bend there. Yeah, and you know, kind of funneling deer into the plots, do some extra planting around. Uh, we're gonna have to get in and do a bunch of disking this spring here. Uh, definitely gonna have to do it here relatively soon, within the next two months, because we're gonna get those clovers in if we want them to grow in time to keep deer on the property in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, Feeding deer in PA is not illegal. It's, you cannot bait them during hunting season. So everything has to be out 30, at least 30 days prior to the start of hunting season. So I think I may stick a feeder or two out there just to kind of keep the deer in the area mm -hmm. going into, you know, into the first parts of fall until those food plots really take off. Mm -hmm. Then I can pull them out of there. Mm -hmm. Then them have something green to eat that keeps them in the area. This will be a lot of learning. Uh, we'll be, I'll be doing some videos, kind of tracking my progress on that. And you guys can learn with me when I'm going through all this stuff. Uh, other than that, like I said, we got to buy some ladder stands. Uh, my main goal with all these food plots and stuff is not for me to get a deer. It's for my grandfather. He's going to be... Well, he'll be 80 next next year. He'll, he's 78 now. He'll be 79 when hunting season rolls around. And uh, he's not getting around as good as he used to. And Get some lighter stands put up for him. It's a little bit easier him getting in and out of than a uh, lock-on stand or anything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, I think a tower blind and anything like that would be a little bit overkill. Yeah. <laughs> but he shoots a crossbow because he tore his rotator cuff in his left shoulder. So I'll have to get him a stand that's got a good shooting rail, 360 degrees. And, and it's tough because I can't set it up specifically for me or anybody right-handed because he's left-handed. So he's got to uh, 
swing the crossbow yeah. a different way. He has to swing the opposite way. Yeah, uh. than what I would like. So I think we got some spots picked out that will set up pretty good for our food plots where, you know, you won't stick out like a sore thumb when you're sitting up in there. And it's good for the wind because the wind's a little bit weird down there. Whatever the weather forecast says for the wind, the way it's kind of like a bowl down in there almost. So you can pretty much guarantee that it's either going to be the opposite or perpendicular to what you were, what the weather says the wind's going to be. Just the way the ground sets up down there. You got like three or four different hollows that meet and... The one big hollow is where the majority of the wind goes, and that's opposite of the way the wind generally comes. Mm -hmm. So, again, in the summertime, we'll have to kind of just watch the wind, and when we figure out which way the wind blows consistently, we'll set the stands up into spots that'll be good for that. And we'll have multiple stands on different sides, so you can sit in different ones depending on the wind. And then I'll I'll have a small little super kill plot that'll be way back where my pap won't go because it's way too far of a walk <laughs> kind of like up where i shot my buck at okay up on that other hillside and yeah. i'll put my i'll put my lock on stand on there and... that is a hike yeah <laughs> i'll pill both ways yeah <laughs> that is a hike yeah <laughs> and then getting one out of there whenever you get it it's gonna be of course, we think where you cross the creek, you could probably put boards there or something like that just to be able to drive and it water across. Yeah. You know, but yeah. as far as property planning, that's about all I have as of right now. Like I said, we'll get some more into that and we'll put it up on YouTube, me, me going through the process. And like I said, you guys will be learning just along with me. I'm going to go get some soil tests out of there, figure out what I need to put on there before... Uh, for seasons for planting season starts other than that i mean i don't really have much else to say about the upcoming year in general other than really looking forward to trout fishing going up to camp like i said on the last episode i got six trail cameras setting up there and the battery should be good on all of them I'm still getting some pictures every now and then from my cellular camera that I got up on there. Nobody snatched it during rifle season. I got to pick a couple pictures of people walking in front of it, but it was hidden fairly well, so nobody nobody snatched it. I kind of expect them maybe one or two of them to be gone, but the ones that are there, they should be. They were hidden halfway decent. And it I'm sucks that you got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we can start growing some good deer down on my past farm, and I don't have to worry about hunting public land at all. That's like the one we put up down there on the game land, so I had to crawl, climb eight feet up into the tree. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Put it up that high, so we don't have to worry about anybody stealing it. I had to take a stick from my climbing or my lock on stand and put it up in the tree so I can reach up to where I want to put that trail camera at. And, put a stick behind the trail camera so it's pointing down and we did end up getting some good pictures off of it but no real like patterns or anything like that because mm-hmm. it's kind of along the same lines as down in my paths is there's so much like last year was the field was put in with soybeans and this year it'll probably be put into corn but there's one big hollow in this field 
pretty much wraps 180 degrees around this hollow when it just makes it tough to figure out where the deer are be coming out at because they can come out at come out anywhere around that hollow yeah there's so much food right there in that one spot yeah and especially in the summertime before i got the camera i was out there doing some glassing from the top of the hill looking down at soybean field and saw a couple of really nice bucks but they seemed to kind of disappear once september rolled around and then they shed their velvet off the horns which tends to happen with deer they usually kind of settle into their fall ranges but i'm not really worried about the game lands anymore like i said i got i know at least one nine point uh down there at the farm nothing spectacular probably 16 15 inch inside spread four or five inch tines nothing massive but he i'm guessing that deer was probably two and a half maybe three and a half he did look a little bit big to be considered two and a half so and i know definitely know he made it because i got pictures of him after the rifle season and that so uh he should be definitely decent next year hopefully i can get a running with him hopefully he sticks around the only thing i don't know if i saw him any other time during the fall I might have one of the times I was sitting with the bow and there were deer running around farther away from me, you know, mm -hmm. but hopefully he comes back and I could get him to step in front of me when I got the bow in my hand. We'll definitely, being that we're putting in these food plots, definitely going to attract more does, so we'll have to be on a doe patrol thinning, getting rid of some does. I don't want them all just absolutely just... Clearing out the food plots. You're mowing your food plot now. Yeah. We can get Jimmy some experience with the bow in his hand, <laughs> aiming at live animals. Because I, I think it's Mark Drury that says, you don't hunt does, you shoot does. Yeah. You don't really hunt them, you just shoot them because they pretty much do the same thing every day. Yeah. And we got some pretty good ideas of where their does at and what they do. And... You know, you get the added benefits of the food plots, which really draw them in. Yep. So, uh... That'll be nice. You'll get to watch your bucks grow, hopefully. Yeah, it gets, you know, starting in late July, early August, start putting up some trail cameras. Uh, I, def I know that not all of the bucks that I see on camera will stick around for hunting season, but, you know, uh, hopefully some of them stick around. And hopefully we still have the doe numbers that, you know, end of October or the second week of November. Hopefully if we go to Kansas, we won't be here for the, you know, the main part of the rut. Mm -hmm. But hopefully hopefully we can get it done in the beginning of October and then not have to worry about it other than filling doe tags and keeping our doe numbers down some. That'd be so exciting to get down early. And rifles, if you can get all your doe tags out of the way too, that'd be beautiful. Don't got to go freeze your butt off. Yeah, don't gotta go fight the orange army. No, and the that's only, the worst part. The only thing would be is you know if we grow some good deer down on the farm there is, there's a couple of people around the area that hunt. Uh, there's only one property that people really hunt that butts up against the property down there, and uh, we're on pretty good terms with him. We can kind of communicate with him, say, hey, you know, somebody sees this buck here if it's a two and a half year old three and a half year old say hey you know maybe don't shoot it let it grow we can get a little bit bigger next year 
So, uh, other than that, I mean, you I know you've got your eyes on a couple bucks that are down around this area. Yeah, um, I got some. I got to get some trail cameras to hang. Um, I, I think I'm gonna do a feeder too. These some of these guys put them out, put some corn out out of a feeder uh, for their rifle hunting, just to keep them around. But I just want to get prepared with some cameras. I need to pattern these deer, um, figure out where they're headed and when they're headed there, because um, there's a couple bucks down here that that I'd like to keep my eye on. That seven point I missed this year, he looked like an old old boy. So hopefully he'll he'll be around. Um, I'd love to take him. He, next year he should be he should be a good deer. So um, there's there's a couple here that I like. I said I saw that one two years in a row off the rut. There's a there's a double drop tine out here that a few people have seen now. I I was hearing stories that people were seeing it, and I was like, no, you know, I'm not. People are full of it. They're they're seeing things they're making stuff up just to get me excited and then i saw it with my own eyes um <laughs> so that got me a little excited for for the potential of what can be here um the the property owner says he got he shot a nice 10 point a couple years ago and he called it a fluke he says there's nothing big around here but i don't think they really put the effort in to go and find where these where these deer would be where the nice deer would be uh, you don't want them to put no, the effort. No, no, <laughs> no, no. So if you're listening, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I'm gonna put some cameras out. I'm gonna try and get a feeder out there where where it will benefit me, um, so I can keep the deer in the area um, and know know a place where they're gonna be centralized and focused on. Um, but that's that's really it for the property here. But hopefully we get some deer in front of us. Hopefully we get some turkeys, and I know we're gonna catch a ton of trout. So yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll have the GoPro on us when we're doing that, yep. especially trout fishing. And you know if I'm there, the video camera's gonna be there while we're turkey hunting. So be looking forward to that, editing videos, doing that. Uh, I do have one video that I have saved of our trout camp last year. Uh, I think I do as well. Yeah, so uh, we'll have one video. We might put it out right before we go up this year. Um, I would like to get that one put out. Uh, lots of action in that one. Yeah, oh yeah. There's a lot of action in most of those. We do. We do fairly well up there. Yeah, and the good thing is we don't have to travel far. No, no, not at all. So when I fall down with my waders while I'm in the creek, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not not too much of a hike to go get some dry clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Un- unfortunately, Jimmy did not have the GoPro on. When I, fell in the creek. <laughs> I had the GoPro on, and I wasn't looking at him, but you can hear me ask him if he fell in. Yeah, you th- uh, I think the end of the footage kind of got me coming up out of the water. Yeah, it was cold. It was so cold that day too. Well, the first morning, the line guides, the guides on a rod <laughs> yeah. were freezing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll be a good time, and yeah, definitely turkey season. That's like, that's one of the days that's marked with exclamation points on my calendar. You know, <laughs> yeah. West Virginia comes in 
almost two weeks before Pennsylvania's does, and we get to fit get to fill two tags down here. And then I accidentally bought the second tag for PA. <laughs> if I get one, I don't know. Like I said, well, I hunt down there in my grandpa's farm for the turkeys, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to take two tongs off of there. Yeah. I might try to take one hen <laughs> out of there for in the fall season, which I come really close to doing that. I was about five yards away from putting an arrow in a turkey this <laughs> fall. Uh, they were on the wrong side of the trees. I got a video of that, I think, so I might put that up on the Instagram. That'd be cool. Yeah. No. We'll definitely be here in a month and a half, two months, you know, end of March, beginning of April. We'll be starting to listen for gobbles. They'll be starting to make some noise, you know. And Like I said, we will definitely have the video camera out for turkey hunting. I love, I'll tell you, I love the time I have to go to work because I love walking out the door and hearing a gobble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there was there was the one day last year we were, I was at work and we were stopped somewhere eating lunch and up on top of the hill above us there was one turkey he was just going to town. I was sitting down there with my mouth going, <laughs> and he just crack off every time I did that. He never come any closer, but he uh, he's definitely making noise. It is truly exciting, wild how exciting it is, even when you're not just sitting there with a shotgun in your hand trying to call him in. Yeah. <laughs> and like I told Jimmy today, I said, if I'm going with him and he hasn't filled a turkey tag yet, I said, I might not even carry a gun. <laughs> I said, I might carry one just as a backup in case the turkey does something squirrely, but uh, my goal is to get him one. And hopefully I can call it in for him. That one that we almost got in for you last year, I was kind of... He wouldn't answer my calls, but he was answering Jimmy, so I was kind of sitting behind him, coaching him, trying to get him to coax him in there. But they said there was just one bush that was the wrong side. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the turkey you ended up getting. I don't or know. Or close to. It was, well, you're kind of in the same area, but he was on the one side of the hollow, and the one I got was on the other side of the hollow. There's so many different groups of turkeys down there, it's there, hard to tell. There is a bunch. Which one. I know. I don't think it was because one that I called in for you, he was, he was pretty bird, and the one that I got, he was ragged. He, yeah, he was. He was pretty torn up. <laughs> I don't know if a bobcat tried to grab him or what, but he was missing quite a few tail feathers. You look on the Instagram, you could probably see it. Yeah, you could see a lot of uh, sky behind the turkey fan. Yeah. Uh, I hate to cut this podcast a little short there, Jimmy, but uh, we got some curry waiting for us. It's yeah. all done and ready to be put on a plate and eaten. I'm ready. And we got football to watch, so. I am ready. Well, I guess we will sign off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, like I said at the beginning, if you like this, leave us a rating. Maybe follow us, subscribe. Uh, you can give us a rating on Anchor, I believe. Definitely on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it helps us out, helps us get a little higher on the charts. So that way more people start listening. Yep. Uh, and uh, on Instagram, we're at Build for the Outdoors. It's all one word, all lowercase. And then YouTube, we are at Built for the, or not at, but Built for the Outdoors. 
the best way to get there, since we don't have a whole lot of videos or followers or subscribers or anything like that, is to go look at our Instagram page and hit that link in the, in the bio. And that will take you directly to the YouTube page. So you can go ahead and subscribe from there and turn on the notification bell. So that way when we do start pumping videos out, you can they'll show up right in your subscription feed. And uh, other than that, I don't know. You got anything else to say to the five folks there, Jimmy? I don't think so. Just appreciate you guys for listening, uh, following along. Uh, we're learning and we're, we're going to get better as we go here doing this stuff. Um, hopefully we can share with you guys what we learn from everything we're doing out here. Um, well, and just telling the stories, you know, yep, yep. it gets a little tiring telling the stories back and forth to Jimmy. He hears it about four times <laughs> and he's tired of hearing it. So <laughs> yeah, we need to share them with other people. Yeah. We share them with other people, share them with you guys. And, uh, hopefully here pretty soon we start getting some other people on the podcast, start getting our schedules lined up with Hunter so that way he can be on the podcast more and it'll definitely help once he gets home there in the spring from school but uh, maybe in the next episode we might have somebody else join us we'll see what happens but uh, thank you again for listening and anything else just give us a like subscribe give us a rating on here Um, follow along with us Yep, follow us on Instagram, Built for the Outdoors, YouTube, Built for the Outdoors. And thank you guys for listening.